Chapter seventy three of I, Mary MacLean, by Mary MacLean. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter seventy three The Edge of Mist and Silver. Tomorrow. Hidden somewhere in the invisible, unused air plateaus is a little child, mine, who has never been born. A tenet in me is that a woman by every right and by old earthen law should if she will have her child should be the warm-winged mother i am a devil and a fantasy a jezebel and a wanderer in fields of inverted fungi so i seem to me i do not know my status i but know my personal incidents as they happen but i am also woman a woman by inheritance and by fact being woman i am the potential mother mother of my child who has not been born i feel myself a fitting mother i am bodily in good health if not robust yet durable as a mother should be i am always tired as if from touches and weights of living as a loving mother should be i am warm of blood latently savage toothed like a jungle mother deadlier than the male as a brave mother should be though i have no child i have an ancient right in my child and i want my child my child is but has not been born merely to want my child makes me a fitting mother my child often is realer to me than books i read and walks i take and the friend who writes me frequent letters sometimes my child is a soft pink baby smelling of rainwater milk and flowers lying close to the curves of my breasts in the hollow of my arms feeding soft insistent baby hunger and feeding soft strong living hunger of my kissing mother lips more often my child is a little happy voiced fellow my small brave boy three years old he clings to my skirt with his sweet tiny hand as we hurry along a frosty pavement in an early december morning we live in new york in a little common quiet apartment and are gratefully poor and i work in a factory for a little weekly wage for the living of my little fellow and me every day in the early morning we go out to a corner bakery to buy a long crisp loaf of french bread for breakfast and in the december morning my heart contracts with a sort of happiness and a sort of grief at the sound of little feet in stout shoes yet frail shoes pattering pattering gaily along beside me on the frosty flagstones we start out hand in hand his small hand is wonderfully firm and virile but presently i let go his hand as we hurry along to feel it instantly clutch the folds of my work skirt it pulls and drags at my waistband and my heart together with twisted sweetness that makes me ache from head to foot mother wait he says in his happy voice wait for me but i hurry faster always i hurry faster when my happy brave little fellow cries wait mother for the sweet feel of that dragging at my mother's skirt more often my child is the little girl six years old of the shy eyes and the sun-kissed hair and the firm child mouth full of high temper and strong will 
all over her is need and demand of her mother to guard and adore and cherish her every moment of her life we are together in a country field with oak trees in it and poplars and daisies and bluebells and other field flowers and it is overgrown with long coarse fragrant wild grass the noonday sun is bright hot and i bring my child there to dry her hair for i have newly washed it with a square of white soap and a porcelain bluebird bowl the feel of her small round wilful head was marvellously fulfilling in my cupped hands she wanders around in the hot brightness through the tall grass gathering the hardy scentless field flowers with her little brown fingers and she shakes back her beautiful thick short damp curls i sit on a flat stone like a sioux squaw and watch her the grass brushes her bare legs the magic sun mixed with a faint cool breeze plays upon her head the tragic delicate music of rustling poplar leaves comes down from treetops and catches her in a fairy song net she is always very new very incredible my child she looks towards me with her shy radiant eyes and she says mother look my hair is nearly dry her hair is thick and heavy in my experienced subdued mother wisdom i know it will not be dry for an hour i feel the damp of her hair roomishly keen all over me a menacingness for me to guard her from a dear anxiety an ancient mother note in the long human gamut of sounds it is precious wearing racking colorful romance to be her mother each mother day holds gold and blue foreboding each mother day holds thin insistent gold and purple sorrows each mother day holds deep gold and gray care incessant and absolute an aching wealth of beauty no more but no less than the damp of her hair in the noonday field my child herself incessant and absolute warm pure palpitant gold of my life some way realer than books i read and walks i take my child clamours to be born my child will never be born to any other woman while she hovers and flutters on the edge of mist and silver a border edge there are ten million fertile hot milk teeming bodies of women each ready to gather her in and wrap her in delicate sweet flesh ten million other children hovering on the edge will drop off into the ten million matrix cups each woman mysteriously a fitting mother so only she wants her baby though she be besides a thief or a traitor or a weakling or a murderer or a harlot or a drunkard or a fool let them come the ten million the chrysalid children are clamoring clamoring always for their birth a wide melody unheard but my child will never drop over the edge to any woman but me she calls with veiled and dazzling flames of eagerness for her birthday but she will await my made readiness through a long night though it should last till the daybreak of another age dimly i weep for her my needing me child i weep that she must come to this richly cursed me but i weep more that i have not got her in this sterile now where is flawed passionate wealth of intangible life-stuff 
but no small wilful head of hair to wash no little fellow's feet on december flagstones and sweet dragging at my skirt no soft pink baby hunger it is hunger i feel from her i feel her always hungry where she is and i can give her no nourishing no warming food in all my strange unfertile passing life it is that less than my empty arms that makes blurred unrests and writhings in my dreaming womb End of chapter 73